On this episode, you will discover how to find a way for you, the truth for you, and how to experience real life to the full that you'll carry into eternity. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins. And at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out-of-body experience and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited to talk about three things on this episode, the way, the truth, and the life. In a day when so many people are saying, follow me, who really knows the way? And is the way just for them, or is it for me as well? And what will be the end of those who are saying, follow me? We're seeing so many that are seeking followers, ending up with devastated lives. And what about the truth? What is the truth? People are saying, this is my truth. Is your truth really true? Is there absolute truth, or are we to find our own? Again, we need to look at the end of those who followed their truth. It should be an indication as to whether it was truth or not. And then the life. What is the life? Many think more money will lead to a better life. How can that be if the most wealthy people in the world are killing themselves? It can't be that great a life if you're choosing to end it yourself. So I'm going to talk about these three things and the one person in all of history who said he was these three things. Listen to John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto Father God but by me. Now you may say, Harold, he said he was the way to God. I want the way that I'm to go to live a successful and fulfilled life. Well, you tell me who would know better than that than the one who created you. And think about this. If God gave you fingerprints that no other person on earth has out of billions of people, don't you think he also would have as unique a purpose for your life? So when Jesus said he is the way to God, he's telling you how to get to your specific purpose. Listen to Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. The problem we see in the world is so many people have their plan, but don't know what the one who created them has planned for them. My life took a dramatic change when I hooked up with the one who said he was the way. My plan from growing up in the hood was to get rich and to one day own a hotel and a liquor store in the hood. Now, you may say, why would a young teenager want to do that? Because I saw what was going on in my environment. People were drinking a lot of alcohol and having a lot of sex. 
So I knew I would make a lot of money doing something that was legal. This was my plan. And I was doing some illegal things at the time to get to my plan. But what I was doing gave me no peace, no joy, because it was not in line with what I was created to do. So God gave me a chance to find the way he had for me. As you've heard at the beginning of my podcast, I'm sitting in a room with 10 other guys. We're drinking, smoking drugs, and gambling. God lifts me up to the corner of the room, and I'm seeing everything going on in the room. I see myself sitting in the chair. And God brought this thought. Is this all you're going to do for the rest of your life? Immediately after that, I got up and put those guys out. After they left, I went out and sat on the porch. Now, the devil knew what God had just done. He knew God just gave me a supernatural experience. So he said, why don't you just kill yourself? But God was not done in trying to get me in the way that he had for me. I heard a quiet voice say, why don't you give Jesus a chance? After I heard that, I went and got on my knees and I cried out to Jesus Christ like I had never cried before. All the hurt and discouragement and disappointment poured out of me with uncontrollable tears. When I was done and got off my knees, I knew something different was going on on the inside of me. I had found a way, Jesus Christ. And he put me on the path of my purpose that has continued to this day. The desire to play professional baseball came and he opened doors for it to happen. But I knew he had something greater than professional baseball for me. And I'm doing it now. While I was playing professional baseball, I had a thirst to know God more. On trips between games, I would spend hours reading the Bible, hours in prayer. And it was in preparation to teach others how to get to know God and find their way to purpose. Jesus is the only one who said he is the only way to God. Many others say that they're one of the ways to God, but he said, I'm it. And it's the same concerning truth. He did not say, I have my truth. He said, I am the truth. Now, a major problem in seeing Jesus as the truth comes from many who say that they are followers of Jesus. But most don't read the book of truth for themselves, so they're not really walking in truth. And you look at them and you think you're seeing Jesus. What you're seeing is religion. When Jesus walked the earth, those whose ancestors had a relationship with God rejected him. Listen to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shined in darkness. And darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lights every man that comes into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Wow. He came unto his own and his own received him not. Wow. Why would they reject their God? Because they had become religious and got away from the truth and rejected him that was truth. And the same thing is happening today. The truth is in the book, 
And many of those who say they're followers of Jesus Christ don't take the time to even read the book. So how in the world can you walk in truth if you're not coming to understand what truth is? If there is not absolute truth, how can Jesus say he is the truth? There is absolute truth because there is only one God. No other professing faith has a God like the God of the Bible. History tells us that Egypt happened with all the miracles that we read about in the Bible. A lot of that can be validated with history. Jesus is the truth. And I just read in the beginning was the word and the word was God. And Jesus was God in human flesh. And after he died for us and went to heaven, he had his followers write the truth of who he is in the Bible. If you want to know he who is the truth, you have to read his book. You can know the truth. And Jesus said, the truth will set you free. That statement alone should enable you to see that religion is not the way to truth because religion is bondage. In Christ is freedom to be who you were meant to be. Your real truth will be found in him. Finally, let's talk about the life. He did not say he was a life. He said it was the life, which has to mean that outside of him, there is no real life. Now you can live on earth what you may think is a good life. But true life does not end when you die and leave earth. The God who created you is an eternal being, and he made you in his image to live forever. You will live forever somewhere. When Jesus said he is the life, he's saying that your existence without him on earth and when you leave earth will not be really life. God told Adam in the beginning that if he ate from the tree, he would die that day, and he did. His spirit was cut off from God, who is life. So he was a walking dead man, dead inside. This is why people are not finding fulfillment. They're alive on the outside, but they're dead on the inside. Their spirit is dead, cut off from he who is life. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become New. He's talking about the things on the inside becoming new. Your flesh was the same, but on the inside, you became new. You see, this is what happened to me the day that God lifted me above the room. I knew on the inside something had changed. I was connected to life in my spirit. And when I began to read the truth and life in the Bible and apply what I was reading to my life, joy and peace filled my soul. Jesus is life. You can have money, fame, and all that this world has to offer without Jesus, and you really don't have much. We're seeing this every day. The people you're wanting to be like are empty inside if they don't know Jesus, killing themselves slowly and in some cases quickly. Listen to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. There is a way that seems right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death. Sometimes the ways that we're choosing are not leading to a better life, but a slow death. And it may not be physical death, but death to our finances. A big change happened in my life years after I received Jesus Christ. Up until that time, I had made a lot of decisions that seemed right, but they didn't work out. Then I hit rock bottom financially and got desperate to see better. I fasted for three days and got in a place that I could hear from God. He spoke three things that changed my financial situation almost overnight. 
But one thing he said stopped me from doing what seemed to be right. He said, you make a decision to do something and then ask me to bless it. Why don't you get my direction first? Then you know it will be blessed because I'm leading you. When I started doing this, my life went to another level. One example was a job I thought God was leading me to take. It was an ad I responded to that said make $20,000 a month, but it was all commission. After I made the commitment to work there, the salesman that were working there came up to me and said, nobody here is making $20,000 a month, and it's hard just to get our check for the little money that we earn. When I heard that, I was about to do what seemed right. Pack up my briefcase and get out of there. Can't get your paycheck. I'm out of here. Then I heard God say on the inside of me, go in your office, close the door, and go to work. I said, Lord, did you hear what they said? He said again, go in your office, close the door, and go to work. And I did what he said. That job turned out to be the easiest job I had ever had up until that time, making a six-figure income. And if I had not learned not to do what seemed to be right, I would have missed it. Jesus is the way to a better life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is your way to finding your purpose, your way to finding the truth for your life, and your way to find real fulfillment in life that will continue throughout eternity. You were created to be an eternal being. He wants you to enjoy this life and the life after. It's all available to you in Christ Jesus. He truly is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. God has great things in store when you get to know he who is life. There's a great plan he has for you, far beyond what you could imagine, far beyond what you can even think. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, all that we think, and all that we imagine. That is his heart for you. That is his desire for you. He is not out to make life tough and rough and hard for you. He has a plan for you to do great things. Get hooked up to he who is the way, he who is the truth, and he who is the life. And allow him to transform you and watch what happens with your life. There is joy. There is peace. There is a life far beyond what you could imagine available to you. There is specific purpose, as unique a purpose as I said earlier, for you to do as your fingerprints. It was is earmarked for you to do. As a matter of fact, just like no one has your fingerprints, no one has your purpose. Yes, we follow other people, you know, when we see good things in them, but we're not trying to be like them. We're we are unique in ourselves. And to try to imitate someone to the extent that you lose your identity is really almost like a slap in the face with God saying to him, you didn't create me to do enough. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed when they get to heaven because they're going to realize what they could have accomplished, but they didn't. I think that's where the tears are going to be wiped away. We read in the Bible where it says that tears, all tears will be wiped away. And I believe part of those tears are going to be wiped away are people seeing what could have happened, what they could have done in life if they only got to know he who is life. You know, and then at the same time, once you come to know he who is life, you got to be willing to take some chances. 
you got to be willing to take some risk. And the truth be told, it's really not taking chances. It's really not a risk because God will always do his part. The problem is that we're trying to do things in and of ourselves and forgetting that we have an almighty God that wants to do for us and with us what could not be done without him. So get to know him who is the way, the truth, and the life. It's all in the book. And all you got to do is start picking up the book, start spending some time in prayer and in fellowship with God, and watch what begins to become of your life. People will be amazed in what they see in you because they didn't know what was in you. He knows what's in you. He knows what you're capable of doing. And as you get to know him, he'll begin to show that to you and you'll be amazed and people will be amazed at what they see happening with you. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.